0: in the studio i have peter metcalf right across from me and we are talking public market is that special time of the holiday year peter and honestly my uh, family and i are ready to get some christmas shopping done so Uh, we are looking forward
1: to it i hope you and many other people in (laughs) juno will come down to the 40th annual juno public market we open at noon on friday and it's a three-day market we go through saturday and sunday so come on down and, of course, vendors from all over Alaska, which I love, too. And we happen
0: to have some of those vendors on the line with us right now to talk about some of their great products. So, Peter, I'll kind of hand this off to you, and you
1: can talk about who we have, because we have Cindy on the line and we have Megan on the line. So let's start with Cindy. Um, Cindy, when she first came, uh, came to the public market, uh, I don't know, Cindy, you may have to remind Twelve years,
2: me. 12 I 12 think. Twelve
1: years, all right. Um, you lived in Craig at the time, and now you live in Ro- Washington State, Correct. That's right. We're down here in Port Hadlock now. Well, uh, Sandy and I have always ordered de- decorated Christmas, hand-painted Christmas ornaments from Sydney. Um, and I think a lot of people are familiar with your work, but we'll definitely be uh, asking you to do a couple more ornaments for us. Uh, why don't you describe what you do? Well,
3: um,
4: I do a hand-painted glass ball ornaments. So I get the lightweight glass ball and paint on them. So there's scenes of Alaska. I use acrylic paints and there's eagles and mountains. I do nice uh, landscapes on the ball. And then I also do the personalization. So, Peter, you have new nephews and grandchildren. And um, I'm really fortunate to have a lot of people that come back year after year to get the next personalized
1: ornaments. the next generation (laughs) that's right well well, let me tell you um from personal experience these are treasured gifts you can't go wrong with uh cindy's uh hand painted ornaments so cindy cindy we'll see you in very short order but um let's go on to megan who is from anchorage Hi, Peter. Megan, you're you're coming down with uh, two colleagues, and you have uh, basically three spaces, but it's one open triple booth. Why don't you explain what you'll be uh, displaying?
2: So I am the creator of Timber, which is sustainably harvested birch bark jewelry. Um, So I will be bringing birch bark jewelry that I incorporate caribou fur, antlers, semi-precious stones, fish bones, and mixed metals into my design. And I will be sharing a booth space with Risha from Little Fish Workshop, who's done the show before. She makes all things ceramic, earrings, housewares, cups, salt spoons, wall hangings, um, plant holders out of ceramics, and then Shelby of Metal in the Mountain. She's a metalsmith from Cordova, and she'll be using teeth, mushrooms, turquoise, ravens, mountains, so Alaskan-themed jewelry. Um, And we're pretty excited to share a booth. This is my first time coming for the market. How did you
1: learn about the uh, public market, Megan?
2: From Risha of Little Fish Workshop. She's been before, and she mentioned how amazing it was, so Shelby and I jumped at the opportunity.
1: So these are three vendors coming down from Anchorage like so many others. We have about, oh, I think 60 vendors coming from out of town. And, um, and this, this one booth, you, you'll be able to find it in the neighborhood of the um, espresso booth that Heritage Coffee does every year. Uh, they'll be in one triple booth and some amazing jewelry from the interior Alaska. So thank you, Megan, for, for joining us. Thanks, Peter.
0: We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. I love the different vendors from all over the state that we get to this, Peter. It is absolutely amazing. I guess I'm wondering, how do you find these vendors? Is it the point where the vendors
1: find you now? Well, it's pretty much a a word of mouth thing. Um, We do our best to treat our vendors really well. We have some of our little workers, young workers, circulate through the whole market and ask them if they need um, coffee or if they need to take a bathroom break they'll stand in their booth for them so that sort of um uh, goodwill uh, generates more goodwill and uh, people talk about the market but i think the most important thing that brings vendors here is juno is so welcoming you know and, and frankly um juno spends a lot of money on these uh these gifts and and if you want you know you can be as welcoming as you want to a vendor but Um, what really brings them back is that they do good business here so it's uh and i think it's it's just good for the capital city that we have so many outside vendors come here and have just a a totally positive experience and they go back home and when people start talking about what's happening in juno in a political sense they you know they may get a little blowback from somebody who says no no you gotta Juneau is a wonderful place so it's a it's it's good for us.
0: Well, speaking of those vendors, let's talk to a couple more of them. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with a couple more vendors that are going to be at the public market this weekend. And where do you find out about Thimbora Chocolate of Sitka? And where do you hear about Jeff Hastings and his food service with Halbut Sliders, Chili, and who knows, maybe even some Fry Bread, too? We'll talk about that coming up. Got a special capital chat for you today. It is 845. Peter Metcalf right across from me from the public market. And we've actually been getting vendors on from the public market today to talk about their unique things that they bring to the market. Because, Peter, there's so many people from all around Alaska that come to this and some really unique vendors with a lot of Alaskan-made stuff, which is really cool and unique.
1: Uh, that, that's true, Dano. Um, we have something like 60 vendors coming from all over Alaska and another dozen or so coming from Oh, Washington State, Oregon, Maryland, uh, Oklahoma. So we have people, but you know the char- common characteristic of people who are coming from other states is they're coming here. To visit family for Thanksgiving, and it's a way of paying for their travel. So it, it works all works out for everybody. It
0: does. It's a win win. Now, who do we have on the line now? Because this is already just getting me hungry this morning, thinking about what this guy
1: has. This is Jeff Hastings, and he's the son of a former classmate of mine, Marianne. And uh, we went to kindergarten together, and through St. Ann's parochial. So it's really fun to have somebody like Jeff, the next generation. Jeff, you're um, you're becoming well known for. For your uh, halibut sliders. Why don't you describe your food?
3: Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, we have a few things that we're selling at the public market. And thank you, Peter, for putting us on again. I, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, we have halibut sliders, which are uh, Alaskan amber beer battered uh, with a spicy tartar sauce. And uh, we have fried bread this year, something new. Excellent. Uh, that we so the
0: fried bread's about. real? That's going to be there? <laughs>
3: It's going to be there. It's going to happen. (laughs) And uh, we're going to have some uh, chili and chowder, and uh, uh, it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Excellent. Jeff will be um, in the food section where we have a food court, actually, with tables where you can get your food, take a break, sit down at the table and eat, and... um, uh, we have three other vendors who, who will be uh, selling entrees, so it should be good. Jeff, why don't you describe a little bit about where people find you during the summer?
3: Oh, well, during the summer, uh, you can you know find this menu in two locations, uh, at the Wild Alaskan uh, Food Truck out at the Alaskan Brewing Company on Commercial Boulevard. But the menu that we serve at the Halibut Truck is also available at Timberline Bar and Grill on the Mount Robert's Tram.
1: Excellent. That's where I see you most frequently. And what a a nice place to dine up up the tram.
3: Yeah, the view up there is is pretty uh, spectacular.
1: Okay, Jeff, well, thank you for joining us. And, uh, folks, if you're downtown on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, you want to do some shopping but you're hungry, you can stop by the, the public market, go to our food court, and enjoy food like what Jeff will be offering and... That fry bread will be um, welcomed by many of my Alaska native friends. It's a, a standard, almost a staple. So uh, we look forward to seeing you there, there, Jeff.
3: Thank you, Daniel. And thank you, Peter. And happy Thanksgiving, guys.
0: Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Looking forward to seeing you and looking forward to mowing down on some sliders while I get my Christmas shopping in. All right. Thank the- you. All right. Thank you to Jeff on that one. Really looking forward to his tasty food. And I love that we're having a little food court, too. That's really unique for this. I
1: think that's really cool, Peter. Yeah, I, I've noticed a lot of people come in, you know, couples and and maybe the uh, one spouse is a little bit reluctant to be shopping or they're tired and it's an opportunity to take a break, sit down and um enjoy the food in our food court. Uh, we have, like I say, four entree vendors. And then we have the Espresso booth by uh, Heritage Coffee, and that's been a standard for many years. And then there's plenty of uh, dessert items throughout the market. Chef um, Steph has her cookies and um Uh, bird wings of alaska is uh some gourmet chocolate and then we have uh caroline iwamoto from sitka uh, selling theobroma chocolate chocolate bars and she was just a little girl when she uh, first was at the public market with her father ed and that was last in 2008 now she's back as the owner of theobroma chocolate and um she will be displaying her wares and you can talk to her in person about how they make chocolate and it's become kind of an iconic brand for sitka so that'll be fun yay another awesome
0: person coming as well and we're going to talk to more vendors coming up we're going to keep peter metcalf here in the studio for capital chat today and we're talking public market more to come And we've been talking public market today with Peter Metcalf right across from me right now in the studio. And I can't believe I'm welcoming her back to Capital Chat once again. She's a longtime host of this, and I had big shoes to fill when I took over this seat. I have Sharon Gateman on the line with me. Good morning, Sharon. Oh my gosh, you,
4: Dano, and Peter Metcalf and Capital Chat. It is so great. To be here and looking forward to the market this week, and it was great seeing you last week. And we did well, didn't we?
0: Oh, I kid, did. You hear the numbers, Sharon, on the Juno Radio Do Center it
4: again? Do oh, it again. Yes. yes,
0: Juno Radio Center <laughs> caring is sharing food drive thirty three thousand pounds. Holy, wow. insane amount of food
1: broke shattered our record from last year yeah sharon incarcerated me for for an (laughs) hour so (laughs) i saw how that worked well it
0: was all for a great cause peter and you you can definitely take uh you know take note that you know what you did helped and you know i can't believe the way the
1: southeast community came together so hopefully we can get them coming out to public market like that too you know uh, before we get into the public market again um I just wanted to do a shout-out to my brother, John. It's his birthday today. 62 years ago in 1960, John Fitzgerald Kennedy Metcalf was born. So happy birthday, brother. (laughs) And the world's never been the same. (laughs) (laughs) So, Sharon, uh, people who, um, you know, I uh, haven't seen Sharon for a while, just come down to the public market. She's actually working admissions for us. And uh, Sharon, how long have you yes, been involved sir. with us at the public market?
4: Well, Peter, I was thinking this morning about that day, maybe, yeah, 40 years ago, maybe a little more, when you first said to me, hey, what do you think about a market in Juneau that's kind of like. Seattle's market, Pike's Place Market, and I thought, really, and the rest is history. So I kind of like to think I've been involved for 40 years. Happy anniversary! Well,
1: thank you, Sharon, and thank you for your long-term support because uh, Sharon on Capital Chat was our host for many a, a program like this, and um, so th- this being our 40th, Sharon, um, you know, it's kind of nice. Well, let
4: me. But, wait, stop a minute, because okay. I was listening to all those people phone in, and what I realized is what you have put together is a living catalog of Alaskan product and other great products. But it's like, come to life, and you can actually talk to the people who are selling what you would otherwise might be buying online or out of a paper catalog. How's that?
1: Well, you know, we saw, uh, I saw firsthand how um, important it is to have an in-person event. And this year, you know, we're back to normal. We do recommend wearing masks if you come down. It can be crowded, but, um, but you know, it's free to enter, no problems. And, you know, when in 2020, during the pandemic, I hosted a... Um, uh, online public market yeah. a virtual market and we had about 40 mm-hmm. vendors and you know they did well i'm, I'm told but you know, to me it was like participating in a zoom meeting it just wasn't the same thing you know it's like <laughs> having this event in person it's what it's all about it's the social aspect of it that is uh, so heartwarming and so much fun well, and one thing I love, too, you, you, you realize all the small business owners out there, too. You're like,
0: I didn't realize you were associated with this or things like that. Like, it's kind of an eye opener to you about all the small business owners out there. That's right. It's amazing the, the level of creativity, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do what most of those people, like 90% of those people do. That's why I got to go buy their
1: stuff. <laughs> so, Sharon, will you be uh, spending some of your holiday money there?
4: Yeah, well, I just want, you know, as I listened, I, I just kept hearing these people, not only from Juno, like Jeff, but also from around the state. And that in and of itself, Peter, to get people down here to the, or up to the capital city just warms my heart. And I do want to say about Jeff, it reminded me about the tram and, um, I guess they may not be there this year, but they've been there for so many years, and it's where I always buy my pads.
1: Yes, yeah, so the Mount Roberts tram is. Um, they're good friends of the public market, and every year they right. loan, l- loan me a um, flatbed, which by which I, where my workers are at this moment, um, moving our partitions <laughs> into the hall. So. Um, that's a very important thing. They've always been supportive, and really enjoy um, going up to the top on the Mount Roberts tram during the summer. So, thank you, Mount Roberts tram people, for helping yeah, the public market.
4: Yeah, So, Jeff, what, who else is going to be? I there was just
0: wondering that? that, Sharon. Look at that. Look, two prom corner hosts. There are two. Two. Uh, <laughs> there two, we uh, are. Yeah. Two. Uh, two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two capital chat hosts, thinking alike, how many what can you ballpark the vendors that are going to be there? Do we know
1: how many uh, there's about one hundred and sixty, and fifty I think it's fifty five of them are have never been at the public market before, so wow. it's kind of all new you know if you haven 't been there in a couple of years, uh, about 70 oh, percent of the vendors would be new to you and um you know speaking about Alaska vendors, one of my favorites is um uh, Todd and Annie—I'm um, going to blank the, the last name—but they're from Dellingham and they sell fur hats and fur um, yeah. gloves. And, and Todd is uh, a trapper and he does Facebook posts, so you can watch his progress during the year. And then Annie is a Yupik from Dellingham and uh, she does the seam. She's a seamstress and does wonderful work. And so, if you want something warm for the holidays you know come on down talk to todd and annie from dillingham i have an alpaca no. blanket that i got from oh. them last year that's really really warm and I, I i also want to mention and this will be of interest to you too sharon it's, a, it's called alpine fit they're a brand new vendor from anchorage and they sell merino wool creations uh shirts and uh jackets and all manner of things can see preview what they're, they'll have at, go to alpinefit.com and um, Jen from Anchorage is, will be here, brand new vendor and right in the main okay. lobby so, so
4: I have three things first of all, one of my favorite vendors comes from Wrangle, and that's oh, Brenda. Brenda Sports and John Yeager yeah, they, she's the person who does all the paintings on charts so um Go by and see their booth. It's right near Heritage. But, Peter, I also wanted you to talk about the Jack. um, That's right. Just a second. And also the cost, that it's flat price for three days of fun and pleasure.
1: It's $8 admission to Centennial Hall. No admission to the Jack, where we have another 40 vendors. And they're a pretty diverse set of vendors in the Jack. You definitely want to go over there because that's where we have door prizes and brenda schwartz jaeger from wrangles donated a 300 hundred dollar framed print uh-huh. L- lily hope the weaver i mean she does amazing work she's an yeah. uh, indigenous weaver does a clinket or um chill cat weavings as well as uh, raven's tail and she's offering a pair of earrings raven tail earrings worth $300 Ooh. that's going to be a door prize Ooh. and um and then downtown business association is is really getting involved and they've offered um oh, about a dozen uh, gift certificates that it will be um, auctioning our drawing at the prize drawings at the jack so we have something like oh twenty five hundred dollars worth of prize drawings that'll be happening on a hourly basis at the jack so you don't want to miss that and it's free to enter so um anybody who doesn't want to spare the eight dollar admission to centennial hall you've got 40 more vendors to visit with at the jack at no cost
4: yeah, but if you do have the $8 and want to go on Friday the first day, go on Saturday, or even just go on Sunday, which you know is my favorite shopping day, yep. um, you can do that with that one ticket.
1: So, Daniel, um, we should probably mentioned the hours which is noon yeah. to seven <laughs> yeah, that's pretty important peter <laughs> noon to seven on friday and then from 10 a.m to 5 p.m on saturday and sunday and sunday is family day when we have more prizes than ever and we have these elves that are be, be cruising through the um the public market and giving out little prizes to the kids and candies so um it's really going to be a fun day plus we have the um uh cello choir that's going to be performing on uh, friday afternoon about two o'clock the wonderful musicians are about a dozen cellos who will be performing in the main lobby of centennial hall so uh, come on down we have uh, uh, the uh, uh, holiday choir will be singing on saturday Uh, so we have a lot of things happening
0: Yay. Yay. Check out the public market this weekend.
1: And where's it going to be one more time? At the Centennial Hall and the Jack Friday, Saturday, and Sunday open at noon on Friday. All right, Peter. Thank you so much for
0: coming in here today. This is multiple times we've had you in here now to talk about public market, and so glad we could welcome Sharon Gateman back thank to you, Sharon. Capital mm-hmm. Chat. Long time host. Thank you. I love you too, Sharon. All right, we'll catch up soon, all right? Yes. All right, take care. Sharon Gateman right there.
4: See you at the market.